What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 39, Redox. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. <laughs> and joining me today, two guys I wouldn't mind getting stuck on a space station with, Dave Grimma. That's me, Dave Grimma. <laughs> and Dan Colonna. Hello, my name is Dan Colonna. Wow. Confidence Welcome, is guys. exuding from me. Exuding? <laughs> exuding, not exuming. Exuding. And we're to- all super energized because we're talking about Tacoma by Fulbright Studios for the second time. Right. Yes. Why this is our, our Redux episode. Much. Unfortunately, my audio is completely lost. You immediately so. took credit for the loss. I'm proud. What do you think he was going to do? No, like, but I wouldn't throw myself else? under a bus the second time if I could help it. Brave. As, as <sighs> Wesley says... In episode seven of Star Trek: The Next Generation, stop, stop, whatever you're doing right now. I'm a member of Starfleet. We don't lie. Oh, and that the... was the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. If yeah. you enjoyed this podcast, um, we yeah. So, <laughs> so let's check in with the boys before we start talking about Tacoma, which I think will be an interesting conversation because we played it. There's been now spent some time, yeah. more time to digest it. Well, before we get there, let's start off with Dave. How yeah. you doing, buddy boy? As I was trying to allude to, I've been watching Star Trek The Next Generation, because it's all available on Netflix, <sighs> and I've never watched like any of the Star Trek series. That's not and a I, bad thing. Not, and I, not sponsored, not sponsored. And I wanted to, like, you know, up my nerd game. <laughs> I, I actually Next am... Generation. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Which one is that? As That's a, the one Jean-Luc with Picard. Picard? Yeah. Okay. And, and data, data, and the girl who wears the blue, the doctor lady who's got hair that blooms like a lion. Or You're something. confusing Star Trek. You're talking series? about Beverly Crusher, the the um, the doctor. Maybe I think she's the doctor. That sounds right. Bones. She's the new Bones. She's the Bones. No, Bones is from the original Star Trek show, and that was the Irishman. Uh, Wasn't he Irish? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said, Irish? I've never watched any of the other series. I just, I asked some friends of mine, and I was like, where should I start? And they were like, they sent me a link. It was like the best 40 hours of The Next Generation. I was like, I'm just going to watch all of The Next Generation and see how that goes. How many seasons are there? Many. Seven, seven oh. I think. Oh. And how many episodes in like, season? T- 22. You're going to watch 140 plus episodes of Star Trek The Next Look at Generation. Mark showing off his quick multiplication Probably. skills. Ela. Um, I guess I shouldn't. I know people seem to be into Star Trek. I shouldn't hate, I guess. It's it really is not the next generation. That's like the It's good. Sweet baby angel of Star Trek fans of the modern age. Sweet baby angel. Everyone yeah, loves I'm not the gonna, next it's not like I'm watching the one with Scott Bakula. I don't even know which one that is. Scott Bakula? I don't so know. You who think it's Scott Bayo? <laughs> if it's oh. Scott or no, like the Shatner there was like a late a late nineties one or, or oh after a, after R- Deep Space Picard? Nine and Voyager. See, I was really into Sea Quest. It was kind of like Star Trek, but under the sea. <laughs> but under the water yeah, with dolphins. Twenty one was mine. Yeah. I think it lasted one season. You guys remember <laughs> that show, uh, Sliders? It was a show for yeah. Yeah, Sliders. Or was it Stargate? With, uh, what's his face? Chip, it, well, now you're talking about two different shows. Those are two shows. There's Stargate yeah, but they were and the same sliders. to me when I was young. <laughs> One of them had uh, MacGyver on it. I like the actor MacGyver? No, you know, the actual the actor, guy. The actor who played MacGyver on... <laughs> the man it's based off of. The guy the who MacGyver's based on is in yeah. Sliders. No. 
Wouldn't that be funny though if there was like an actual guy, some producers came by? It's like they like their car broke down in the middle of the United States, and they're like, "What do we could do? Don't worry, there's this guy in town. He can fix it." And he like takes like bubble gum and, and fixes their car. And he builds Stargate. And he starts. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly they're on a desert planet. Uh, okay, so you're liking it, I yes, guess. How many? It, you, yes, like it's you're good. in it's, a lot it's, or. It's you know like. When I was a kid, people would compare Star Trek and Star Wars, and people would, like, have nerdy debates on, like, what's better. And I right. was like, obviously it's, Star Wars. Meanwhile, I'm completely ignorant. And now I'm like, you know what? Star Trek might be better than Star Wars. If, if <laughs> ignorant is another what? word for correct, then yes. Whoa. Whoa. Let's, Wait, did you just say that? You yeah. did just say that. Mm. It might be. I don't know. You're I don't know if you can me. compare the two. Uh, Dan, Dan, One's take based this one, on please. science fact. <laughs> And the other one, Star Wars, <laughs> which has fun. <laughs> but the writing's probably better in Star Trek. Yeah, but but no one watches Star Wars show so, a movie. I've watched. Like, let's see, how, how many how many hours of Star Wars have I watched in seven movies? Are you talking uh, about they're like double watching? Let's say no, just like singular watches. So like fourteen ish, if you think they're 14-ish. about two hours each, right? Probably so, a little bit more. I'm not. I haven't reached that point yet with Star Trek because they're only 45 minute episodes. Okay. So we'll see where I am after. So you want to ingest hours. as much Star Trek content, but yeah. what you're failing to put together is that there are fewer story arcs in Star Wars. So you've already seen more, essentially. Yeah, it, I have, and I'm like, maybe they're more interesting. Maybe they're covering more ground. You think it's because you're older, though? Maybe, probably. I, maybe. I mean, obviously, I there's a lot that's, less that's action. Someone who talked about, like, Star Trek The Next Generation is, like, um, how to resolve all conflict with conversation. And I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know I have a tendency to exaggerate a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. If you come away from this feeling that Star Trek is better than Star Wars, this fundamentally changes our relationship. We'll see. Like on a deep we'll see. We'll see. I, I ha- happen to have a really poor experience with the new movie because somebody had a, a really poor bootleg, <sighs> and I was like, "This is terrible." I, I don't know watch. why you would do this to yourself. I, that's, I yeah, watched like that's not. I like good. half paid attention for an hour, and I'm like, "This is terrible so far." So you have paid attention. He's right. also leaving out. It was Spanish. No, just no. the intro text was in Spanish. Okay, but the the language they were speaking. In primo order. <laughs> that's this. That's I'm like sorry. when I saw um, what's that movie with Sandra Bullock in space? Alien. It's like one shot. Uh, a- 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 no, Sandra Bullock is no, not. No, Sandra Bullock. It's like uh, I know. I know this movie. Uh, George oh. Clooney's in it. It's, no, he's not. It ha- it's something gravity? about. Is it gravity called Gravity? Is the one I think it's with Gravity? That other guy. I was gonna be like, it's one word. Sounds like <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's in Gravity. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, that's the Is other he? space movie that he gets lost in space and then he watches. It's not Lost in Space. That's what Jimmy no. from Friends. You're thinking of True Detective. No, all right, uh, you're right. Gravity has Sandra Bullock. No, on but it. anyway, Gravity. I was gonna say like that was one thing. Like everyone's like, oh, it's just so impressive. It's just and then I watched it at home on my like 15-inch television. It is gravity. And I was like, it's okay. Like, I didn't see why everyone had such a big fuss. It's because I missed the primo experience. That's a movie meant for the big screen. Mm. I didn't really like the new Star Wars. 
but when you see it, bootleg, shady, half Spanish version, it's not <laughs> a, just I can't. It's just the that beginning. <laughs> also, I couldn't hear anything anyone was saying. The audio quality was so bad. It was like this might as well be a silent movie. You're not helping your case. Yeah, you mean you definitely now you have to watch no, it. No, I have to see it for real. I know I'm to go going to, to see it, but I'm going to yeah, see eventually. it like when I can, when it's legitimately available to me. I will say, as the one who didn't like it, I still can't imagine. I just don't. Uh, Star Trek is. Uh, all right, I'm going to stop hating. I'm going I'm to pull back my hate. And I'm gonna throw my hate to Dan. Good, hate thank you, you Dan. Just cover me in your hate and make me I'll... not hate you, Dan. With yeah, your life. Tell us about how much you don't hate your new phone. <laughs> oh, so stupid, so stupid. This Wait, is I a even stupid hear the story, story about how thing. your phone broke. My mm-hmm. iPhone Seven in my hand just reset, mm-hmm. and it came back to me. It was like, "Good morning. I just took a quick nap. No problem." Oh, like you threw it and it came back to you like a boom. No, man. that'd be sweet. What do you think it's shorted out somehow? I, I guess my Bluetooth and my Wi-Fi, which I'm sure they're on the same antenna. Didn't you have an issue out. with your Bluetooth and Wi-Fi on your last phone? On too? my last phone, I had a problem with the GPS antenna. Yeah, it's too many signals. What do you do to crossed? your phones, dude? Nothing. I, they always take my phones. Like this looks great. What, you, what he happened? spills seltzer water on them. No, I do not. I have this mm-hmm. seltzer water very neatly in my glass and do not jinx me. For but, now. But <laughs> Dan's, Dan was telling me, like, with his, when his GPS broke, like, it, would, it would always have him, like, three or four blocks over from where he actually was. It's terrible. Interesting. Which is it very hard to get around like that. And then in one really extreme case, I was using that broken GPS to drive to a company outing that was in the middle of Pennsylvania to go river tubing, and I wound up getting super lost. It was great. That's when I got my iPhone 7, which recently broke for no reason. So then I, after a whole bunch of stupid events, I got the iPhone 10. But I'm going to share with you, instead of the iPhone 10, whatever, I think I'm going to return it. I don't know yet. I'm going to listen to this when I have this for two months and be like, oh, great. I didn't return it. (laughs) Um, But I was walking very strongly to the Apple store. I was going to do this. Get it over with. And then there's this crowd of people in the city, and if you live in the city or a city, you know that you just find a path around this around the people. So I found path, a path. like an NPC. Right, in, I was great at in, it. In the NFL, like they always talk about, like running backs vision about like ability to find the hole, and that's what yeah. I think about in the city all the time. <laughs> I'm like, this, the is, hole. this is the hole to get through the crowd. So I found <laughs> a perfectly, perfectly great way to go through. It was over one of those sprinkler things that stick out from some buildings in the city. And out of those... Like the twin sprinkler heads? Yes, stuff? exactly. Dave gets it. I know um, twin sprinkler heads. Oh, I don't know. I've Mark. seen them. I, I imagine there's a guy walking around Pennsylvania with a bucket of water just in case. That's that's, 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 that's the fire department. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fire Steve department. Steve the fireman. Like, if you pay, if you pay five extra dollars in taxes, you get two buckets. So, <laughs> he like looks at the fire and flips his hat. Well, that's a big. Kind of need uh, a bigger bucket. <laughs> somebody called Jim. He's got an extra bucket. <laughs> and now we can afford that stick to hold two buckets. <laughs> so, so, all right. Anyway. Those sprinkler things. I, I find my way around this crowd, who are all friends. This is relevant. And then I guess my pants got snagged on a jutting out screw. Oh boy! And I like textbook rip noise nice. my pants from like my knee to my ankle so now <laughs> i just got out of work that's a big distance it's a huge distance isn't it my whole my whole lower leg is visible and but it stopped at the cuff and of my it's pants cold. so it's cold and this is at the beginning of my commute 
So I get to the, actually, I didn't go to the Apple store because I was going to go get the Google Pixel. I went right to Verizon in Hoboken, and they're like, ah, <laughs> if we take care of it here, we're going to wind up charging you $250 extra. Go back to the Apple store. And I'm like, you're going to turn me around? Okay, that's great business. Bye. So I go back to the city because we just had a huge snowstorm, and I was like, I have to get this done now or I'm going to be stuck. And um, I go to the Apple store, and they take care of me lease my wallet and i get the iphone 10 all while walking around with a torn pant leg like, did they like look at you like, people look, I, I actually well. some guy was like oh i thought that was just like your fashion i was like don't give me this like <laughs> listen I, sir one day at work it was the beginning of the day i went to starbucks and like i went to go like add cinnamon to my i remember this to my I coffee, remember and i somehow managed to spill it all over my pants and i was just like i had to go home I just like I was so angry that I had spilled hot coffee all over my pants. I had that I had to go home. Yeah, it's a bad I did that feeling. to one of my friend Stacy once at work. I spilled like she got a coffee and I just spilled her coffee all over her and she had to go home. And I was like, sorry. You just opened the lid and just splashed just, it at her. I was so miserable and I could keep smelling the coffee on me and it was just making me angrier. Yeah, wet coffee on cloth like doesn't smell as good as a pot of coffee at all. I like dry coffee on your clothes. Do you? Just like a powder. So rub it in. <laughs> when I ripped my pants, immediately they all started laughing. Nice. Immediately. I can't blame Every, them. The, the whole crowd of people? The crowd of friends that I was avoiding that oh. caused mm. my pathfinding skills to kick in. <laughs> they were like, ha whoa, dude. I was like, all right. And then oh, I get man. home and Anne-Marie loses it. Who could blame her? Did you her? do like a bow or anything? No, I actually kept walking as if oh. nothing happened. I like... I was just like, I His know exactly what happened. Like, you got to keep going. He just, just threw the bird backwards at them. <laughs> yep. Uh, and they were probably confused. Like, did we hear a rip? I don't know. It, me, and yep. they so heard a Surely rip. he would have reacted if he ripped his pants. Yeah. That guy wouldn't just <laughs> stop, would he? I was just like, it's a breeze. You show a little leg. It's not that big of a deal. My left Could have been so. a lot worse. Could have been your, your, your butt. Right. Did you or... have tall socks? Could you no. Like just... No, mm. that would have been worse. I think. Were you wearing foot socks? I always wear ankle socks, even if I need always? to have. Always. What if it's really cold? I don't wear the ones that. Oh, then I don't. I have built a. I have leg hair. <laughs> I have it's just this like one hair. patch around his. Ankle. I, ha- I understand that certain like typical white socks. If you like typical white tube socks. Tube socks. We're if you pull there. them up, they like they tangle in your leg hair. Oh. Yeah, that's it's why I don't worst. wear them. Dan, Mark, you have Dan hairy Mark. legs, but your hair is on your legs is straight. I'm right? going to check right now for verification. Let's, welcome to the yes, Dinosaur Machine. Yes, machines. it is. It right? is See, Dan and I have curly hair, Whoa, and it changes everything. Bro. Wait, everyone check your leg hair right now. Changes Listener, everything. Wherever you are, check your it, leg it hair. It wants to weave itself into everything. Ew, Dan is showing us his leg hair. Is right it now. straight? I can't. It's pretty straight. I mean, it's, it's straight. It's, you know what it is? It's straight until you mess with it. That's true. Oh, oh mine's not about like a lot that. of things. Curly oh, mess. <laughs> Dave has like Jewish curls in his ankles. <laughs> oh boy. Well, anyway, that's my story. Right, hold on, I'm wearing oh my Batman. God. What is this? I can't see Dave right now. Why is Dave that? Dave has four layers on. <laughs> Why can't I see Dave? I had to shovel today. He's hiding from you. Seriously. I had to shovel. Well, oh well, Dan is Dan. You know there he is. I got him now. Boom. Well, this right, is well, the uh, leg hair in. Sock conversation. This is, this is where we gross out the listener. <laughs> yeah, they're, oh. I'm sure they're all like, oh, good video game podcast. It's a great legs. podcast. And they started talking about leg hair. 
Anyway, I'll bring it back a little bit. Please. For me, oh, yeah. uh, I don't talk about my personal life. I always talk about video games because I like to keep a shroud of mystery. Yeah. Mm. Um, what did I do? I beat Wolfenstein 2. Colon. I thought you were gonna. I thought Colossus. the end of that sentence was gonna be my wife. Like, like I don't talk about. <laughs> I don't talk about I my personal life. But I beat my wife. <laughs> this is on PlayStation. What did you think I meant? Uh, no, but uh, I, I remember I was talking about it last podcast, and it was really good. Like it, it's got it really played that uh like inglorious bastards kind of tone to it, where it's like serious and high stakes, but it's got a, like a goof to it almost. Mm. Um, there was one particular segment I thought got a little too goofy. There's like, they spent a lot of time and what I think was big strengths of the game is really kind of building up those characters and just kind of the little world there. Everyone's like on a submarine. It's like this little like hangout and they had this like party scene and it got a little too indulgent. I thought it went on for like six minutes, this cutscene, And I was just like, this is still going. So I thought that was a little meh. Um, but the ending was like super solid and, like good shooter and definitely think like for me a person who's definitely more interested in the story as opposed to like this superb mechanics like destiny Uh, dave um, and i have been playing destiny that hard lately have been or haven't been have not been good i almost played it the other night but uh, you decided to live your life but the people i was going to play with had already done the nightfall multiple times and i was like no and i'm not gonna make you guys play it again i didn't do the nightfall I, it was like hard, the one nightfall that I die. always wind up playing, the Pi Meridian. Like it's every time I, I'm like, I actually want to play Destiny, it's the same nightfall that's available. And I'm you like, gotta change your cycle. Gotta go do the equator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zing. I was gonna <laughs> say, just you started that, like, back to the semantics. I wanted to ask you about the semantics of the concept of, like, that you beat a game. Why is, that, why is it that we beat it? Why is it, like, I completed the Whoa. game? I. I because it you goes back to like a challenge, right? Yeah, you beat a challenge. Is it beat? Yeah. Like, t- I feel like it's ingrained too deep for me to understand. I guess you do make a point though, because it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, you finish you a game. This. Really? Why don't we They're say, not eggs. Yeah. You beat a boss <laughs> to finish a game. <laughs> well, what nomenclature would you start to like to use? I don't know. Like, like, I, no, like finished. It doesn't I work. You could be. You could just be. I'm done with this game. You know. Like I've, I'm. Finished. Well, that doesn't imply that you beat. It. You like. Yeah. See, I even said it again. Uh, yeah. Like I got. I did the whole thing of the campaign. Yeah. There were why, more. But things. why have we settled on beat to mean some sort of level of complete plus victory? Like I feel like it goes back to like almost like fighting games in the arcades, mm-hmm. where it's like fisticuffs. I'm mm. totally speculating. This is just me taking things that make sense. I fu- maybe like I finally beat Bowser. Like, yeah. And now now yeah. it's just gone to mean the whole game. Yeah, that's probably it. Because when you think about beating an end boss, it's mm-hmm. a physical altercation. Mm-hmm. But that's an interesting thought. I think I that we should that. Uh, we should kick it over to the listener. If you have any thoughts about how what beating a game means, and tell me meant, your top or, five or things. Give to me beat. A, another term we can use that's not yes. beat, and we'll try to incorporate it. If it's we'll change pleasant. our talks. But whatever you want to say about Wolfenstein, I did that. Uh, platinum will be too hard to get, so moving on. Um, why? Why? I, why? I want to know what holds you back. I think I talked time. about last time. There's this one trophy. It's like um, you got to beat the campaign. It's like super ah! hard. I have to complete the campaign on super mm. hard without with, dying, with, with no and deaths. you're not allowed any saves. You save three times, right? and also use no. no bullets. 
No, you can't use bullets that fly. But there's there's Just no drop way boxes I would be able to on, do it. Especially on only lasers. Actually, you know what it actually makes me think? The last the and last melee. like fight in that game is really hard. It doesn't it's not one of those games that has like an end boss. No, you couldn't just, just like summon, one final... summon a ship to land on the boss. No. Whatever it is you did. Uh, what was that? That was just cause two. <laughs> that worked out. But actually, Dave, you remember we played Army of Two? Yeah. Four I remember that too. That Do you remember that final boss, the final fight on the stairs? I I was gonna say the fight on the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that like a billion times. That was great, though. It was great. It was very fun. The, yeah, because you're done with it the, now. Um, That's probably why it's great. Yeah, I mean, when it was when we were doing it, it was not great. But it was kind of like that. It's like there's just this one. But finally, we were just earning that victory was just so good. So good. I wish they brought that game back. You know, what was fortunate. There Army was of the rumors. It was supposed to be, be nice. Army of... They were going to skip to Army of Four, and it was going to be a four-man team. But that did not apparently yeah. occur. They were like, no, then they might get an opportunity to play with Dan. Yeah. That's right. Screw, screw them. They want to put them together. Don't we're going to play GTFO and World War Z. Those are our next two games. That World will eventually War Z come out. Coming out. Shoot, shoot the zombies. Aren't they the same game? Yeah. Yeah. What's your problem? You guys want to hear some sad news before we segue into Tacoma? I guess so. You remember Bill from Left 4 Dead? The guy? The actor passed away. Wait, which one was Bill? He was an 89-year-old voice actor. Bill was the old World War II veteran. Oh, from Left 4 Dead 1. Yeah. Did you know he was actually a World War II veteran? I did not know that. That's right. Another fun fact. Do you know the Gimp from... Uh, Pulp Fiction was also Magnum Guard number two in Austin Powers. A little trivia for you. Is that real? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Why do you know that? Because I think one day, I think Dave actually, it's like, you know the gimp from, I wonder what he's doing with his life. (laughs) And that's what he did. (laughs) Not just the gimp. (laughs) Not just the gimp, but Magnum Guard number two. But he did not serve on Tacoma, a space station in the Outer Rings. Wow. To segue... To our main game, Tacoma, by Fulbright Studios. Daniel, was this Tacoma episode? Uh, so happy you would ask me, Mark, because I just so happen to have the synopsis of Tacoma right here in front of me you, on my iPhone Use your 10. new phone. Yes. It's so big. This is brought to you by iPhone 10, the main <laughs> Sponsored. You hate it. Tacoma is a sci-fi narrative adventure from the creators of Gone Home. Set abroad. Oh, he already bought a case. <laughs> I hate you both. I Just bought the case the second it. I bought the phone because I'm like, no. It's got to protect it. I also I already spent $1,000 on this phone. Not outright. It's a quarter. What's another $50? They should just sell it to you with the case. They should be like, here's this uh, case. They probably make more money on the case than the, anyway. Space Station in the year 2088. Explore every detail of how the station's crew <laughs> lived and worked. Finding clues that add up to a gripping story of trust. Fear and resolve in the face of broken. F- oh, I'm sorry, disaster. Disaster. This game is very positively received, both by critics and by people. It was designed <laughs> by Fulbright and also developed by Fulbright and published. Dan, come on, come on, come on. I lost it. Where are what? they? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> what oh, are the no. tags? <laughs> oh, here they are. I went right past them. <laughs> Tell us the, the tags. tags are Walking Simulator, Adventure, True. Story mm-hmm. Rick. True. Rich. And <laughs> story, story, Rick. Story, <laughs> Rick. Yeah, so Indie made the list, and uh, it makes sense, because I think Fulbright made, yeah, just two games. 
they did just make two games. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to, to preface this conversation before we get, this is a spoilerful conversation. Yeah. So we're going to spoil things. We're going to so take this want... game and spoil it, tell you exactly what happened in blue and what exactly what happened in yellow. <laughs> and green. <laughs> Especially green. But start us off, Dave. So walking sim, what are you doing in this walking sim? Well, mm-hmm. is it? You know me. I hate the term walking sim. Oh, that's true. Light so this is this is an, an an a first person exploration game. Okay, fair enough. Where you go, where you go around the space station, learning about what happened to the crew members, since uh, you you are a consultant who's been sent out to check on the status of the ship and recover and recover the AI. Mm. What's so, the name of the AI? Uh, Odin. Ricardo. Odin. Thank That's you. It. How did that just enter my escape? <laughs> I was like, upside down triangle? <laughs> upside down triangle, man? So, yeah, mm. so... I, I, I think Dave and I, we both play Gone Home. Dave yes, this, that was their, like, their, like, freshman album. Right? right. Their freshman game. Which yeah. I think made a... Album, yeah, and made a huge impact. I thought, really kind of yeah. put them on the mark of really telling good stories but what i always think, what i really appreciated what did, what did do you say? think that gone home put first person exploration games on the map <laughs> is that well i'll say this about i thought it was gone a pun home. okay no, no <laughs> i'm like is there a map in the map. game what did i miss There's, i'm sure that you can find a map but what i i really liked about going home was that it has a story that you know mm. like you figure out the story but the this, exploration of you being able to kind of like check out your mm-hmm. environment and kind of piece together stories, mm-hmm. it felt. It's I can't amazing. Think another game did that well. It's amazing to be that daughter who comes home and you find the house in disarray, and through the process of exploring that mansion, you learn so much about the lives of your your parents and your sister. Right. And it's not spelled out to you. You have to kind of piece all the things, mm-hmm. especially, like, the sister's story. Like, that's kind of on rails. You're going to find out. Yeah. Like, that's what kind of drove But everything about with the parents and their relationship and then possible, and we won't get into spoilers for Gone Home. But I liked how it was really not spelled out for you, that you got as much mm-hmm. as you wanted to dig. Yeah. And I think Tacoma really takes that same kind of angle, whereas you went to the It has a similar recipe. Yeah. And so, Dan, we'll kind of start with you. What was your kind of initial feelings as you were on the space station? What were your thoughts? What were you instantly noticing? What got stuck out to you? In the um, beginning? Well, I'm not a, I'm not a patient player, so mm. I was like, mm. oh, good. It's a walking sim. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a first-person storytelling experience. First-person exploration <laughs> game. My, my apologies. I'm going to put that on your Wikipedia entry. That's the only thing I'm going to put. It's like, Dave, he prefers the term... <laughs> First person exploration game. That's it. Nothing else. Um, I, I was selling this to Jen, and she asked me if if Zelda was an exploration game. I was like, it's an adventure uh, game. Yeah. But if there were no combat, perhaps it could be a third person exploration game. Totally. <laughs> it's <not> bad. Um, <laughs> anyway, I guess my first initial thoughts were that it seemed like a cool world, and I, mm. I wanted to learn more about it immediately because uh, the AI sounded cool and everything felt gelled together. So, uh, you know, putting in the AR, I guess the headpiece or the earpieces, made made, uh, made the rest of the game make sense, how you can mm. play back their conversations. And I thought that whole world building was good. Yeah. Just off the and bat. I, and that, that kind of started me off on a good path, I think, with the whole game. 
Yeah, and I liked, just to kind of jump on that point too, like, I liked how, as you start learning about these different characters and more about the world, like, it, it was nice to see so many little elements that were, I don't want to say not, like, not sci-fi-y, but there were just a lot of sci-fi-y. real... Sci-fi-y. <laughs> sci-fi-y. <laughs> like, weren't, they were problems that could very much exist in 2018 as opposed to they only exist in 2088, mm. where, you know... Not like all oh, technology, you know, there was, you know, money problems and yeah. issues with relationships and family that never, it, if you know, it, it was still very relatable, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, Actually, I wanted to ask you guys, like, of the characters, whose, like, life did you, and story did you relate to the most? You know? Well, the, should well, we get the, into the, each of the true members yeah. first to give the... Yeah, I think background that, that that works because okay. so you have Andrew who's the botanist. Yes, uh, and what's Andrew? What's going on with Andrew at home? He's doing that so that way he can pay for his son's college. Correct. Uh, yes, yeah, and this is one of the things that I thought was a little frustrating about it. Where um, I guess we'll try not to talk too much about Gone Home, but I, I think they're easy to compare to. Mm-hmm. With Gone Home, and is this one family, and you're following the story of your sister, and it's mm-hmm. her story, and she's telling mm-hmm. it. And you can piece things about the other pieces of the family, but it's there. This has one, two, three, four, five, six crew members. They're all very different. And, and they have well a lot thought of different out, things going on. Yes, but then it turns into the point where I thought especially was, there's a lot of stuff happening. And mm. I literally had to stop after mm. conversations and or as I found things and write little notes mm. because I'm not going to remember who this is or what this was related to. Well, so I th- like what I, f- oh, what was I was gonna say that same. As, there's like only like three or four characters in Gone Home. What you were saying, really? But it really, it's only five. kind of one that's kind of really talking to you, where you're hearing yeah. the voice of everything else. You're kind of inferring from. But I'm saying like you can. Find. They build the depth of those characters here. They're, they're building. They're trying to build the depth of like six or seven characters. Yeah. Over the course of the same length game, so like right. maybe you can't build the same amount of depth. And I would even think there is a lot to all these characters, but mm. it, for me, it just kind of felt like it's a lot. And I, I, I'm picking up some big tentpole things for each character, but to mm. really get the significance of every little thing, you mm. really need to take notes and pay attention. You really like got to pick how, up these little nuances. On yeah, like, characters. Dan, did you feel differently about that? or what was Well, your I wasn't taking... Something? I wasn't trying... I assumed... Hold on a second. <clears throat> and it cleared my throat. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. what was I saying? Yeah, like that song. They <laughs> the characters to me were one big swath of you have to understand they're real and learn enough about them to know they're real. Like mm. if you meet somebody at a party and then he says, "Oh, I got to go pick up my daughter from dance recital," immediately you're like, "Oh, he's a good family guy." Like you already know enough about him, and then you move on mm. to the next person. So instead of taking and them this all, this is how and, Dan like, goes to parties. Yeah, he, he categorizes. Like, that guy's pretty good, dude. He takes care of his family. Get a shallow understanding of this person. <laughs> On the other hand, he's like, "Oh, my daughter needs to be pick up from dancer title," and he throws the phone in a bucket of punch. No, but <laughs> I, I think you make a, a a good point about that too, because mm. it's you know the timeline is a little flows a little bit where you see some. It's not perfectly in order. Yeah. Things you kind of see as they're happening. Um, but like, as Dan was kind of saying, like you meet this one person, you get their story, then you move on mm. to the next one. This one is like, you get one piece of one character and then you get yeah. the piece of the next one. Then you get a piece of the first one again. And then it's the third one that comes it's out. It's kind of like that movie. What was it? Go. It is like, go. You guys keep bringing up media that I have not ingested. So I'm like, Oh, cool. you ever seen uh, go? 
No. Go is not like a famous movie. No, I have movie. not seen Go. Dave's like, you've <laughs> never had, seen Go. He used to be able to get it at like, the bargain section of Best Buy for like $2. Because that's where I was shopping for all my movies. It wasn't a bad movie, I must say. But well, what, uh, what is the Go? What, how do go you is like go? eight different characters in this one night, and it happens yeah. kind of... It, it goes like through each character. It's even, even like that when you think about the structure of that. It goes through that one character, and it plays out their story. And then um, no, it jumps, you get the jumps around though. Does it? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it went then because then you get the perspective of the next character and That's, then you get the perspective of the next character. You could compare he, this to. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't remember wow. if they. You could it. compare that to Sexy Brutal. Then it's the same thing. There, you're jumping I around think, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that actually works as a, a good analogy, at least for back to video games, is <laughs> that I, I thought I I was just all over the place with this game, and it mean and it kind of took away from really what I can kind of get from these characters but to go back to your original question dave um i think sarah was the one that kind of sarah's the doctor yeah she's sarah's a doctor just just quickly the characters andrew the botanist who andrew uh, the botanist who's trying to son yeah he's trying to pay for his son's school but his son just wants him there if i remember right right. yeah also is he gay is he part of a yes he's married to a dude and his husband's always like Hey, he come might, home. might be Tibetan. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, he may be. And I think he's he's telling his his husband's saying, you know, we could just borrow the money from my my right. parents, but he's like too proud. He won't Andrew. swallow his pride to take a donation from his husband's parents, which is a fair way to go about it. I don't know. Right. So there's him. There's uh, Nat- Natalie? Natalie. Natalie, who's like the chief engineer who wants more. Uh, rights to work directly with the AI. She wants to like cut through the blue, the red tape. Right, and, and she she's, um, and she's in AI a relationship front with thing. the other engineer who she's Roberta. Yeah, Bert, who she's always trying to build the confidence of. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of fun things between those two characters. Yeah, Evie, who's the boss, uh, who had this thing with her she's sister who supervisor. passed away. Yeah. Purple, purple, yes, yes. purple. Got it. Uh, Clive, <laughs> who's the operations guy who has a relationship with Evie. They're, yeah. like, older. And I think um, he went to, like, a big school, and he... Did he, like, flunk out of some other job? Something or, like that. Or something? I forgot. Did, did we establish that the characters are actually represented as colored versions of their yeah, silhouette? Yeah, because the, the AR representation that you see when you're watching the video is just, like, a geometric shape Slash of color. a person, yeah. Which which I thought was interesting as, you know, it, it's such a not specific thing. You know, it's like literally like a dummy. Like there's no I mean, features. You also get nothing. a little like photo of them. Yeah, yeah you can find talk. the things. Yeah, when you, when you see little things like that, and like you can pull up their little, mm-hmm. their interfaces and go through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a testament to how well those characters were made where after a while, like it really you still kind of you instantly once you saw that figure you kind of knew who that person was mm-hmm. like it really wasn't a barrier towards it made sense with the narrative of how mm-hmm. you would be seeing these kind of you know mm-hmm. featureless figures but yet at the same time like they still had personality they still you really felt like they were rounded as characters but like one thing i liked about sarah the the medic was mm-hmm. just one thing i enjoyed about was her like anxiety issues that you kind of come up with like especially when she was around people i thought she she always kind of portrayed this air of confidence and the things mm-hmm. that she did but then as you go through her notes 
She's always doubting herself, right? Yeah, there was this incident where she might have killed somebody. Or or she, yeah, there was some sort of like almost dishonorable discharge medical field type thing where she, uh, she, she was doing what she thought was right, but, um, maybe like it led to somebody's death on another station. And I, I just, I really appreciate that. If I remember correctly. Yeah, it was something like that. Like, and I, I just appreciate the idea. It's like, you always feel like you need to put on a, like, especially as a teacher. It's like, like fake it till you make it. Yeah, basically. And spoilers for any, if any of my students are actually listening to this. Like, for a lot of times for teachers, it's like, you know, it's hard sometimes to put things to the side or put emotions to the side, especially as things are going on in the mm-hmm. classroom. But you always have to kind of put up this air of professionalism. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciated that kind of side of her. D- Dave, since you brought up the question, who was the person? Jump up to you. Um, before, before I answer that, I wanted to say, I was actually watching the Spielberg, um, documentary and he was talking about how another director had, had told him like, there are going to be times you show up on set and you're not going to know what the hell you're doing and you can't let anyone know that you have to keep that secret to yourself because otherwise you lose the respect of your colleagues. Mm. You know what I mean? And he's like, and that's like totally how it was for him. Like so many days on like the jaws set like oh jaws but anyway um for me uh natalie you know head engineer she wanted more she wanted to just cut through the i get that way at work all the time too like i just just let me do the work like i you know what i mean like i get fed up with um politics sometimes and then also um the fact that like she was a bit of a loner on the ship, besides the fact that she had her, her relationship with Bert, you know, mm. she she found areas for solitude on on the space station. She had like a secret place to go to, um, like they had scheduled workout things, and she was just like not not doing any of them, right? You know? right. And like you know, the fact that like when you check up on her in one place or you come out to a recording of her, she's just like showering with music on. That's like that's mm. just just like what like she just like. I felt like that would be me on a space station. Yeah, and, and I did appreciate there were those moments where, like, as you're seeing these little scenes and you mm-hmm. can rewind them and, and yeah. like look at them at different angles, you do always get for each character just moments. They're not really interacting with anybody; they're just Else. kind of being themselves, mm-hmm. which was cool. Uh, Dan, what about you? Is there yeah. any character in particular? Yellow was out? Andrew, right? Yellow it was Clive, I think. Maybe? I forgot what oh, his deal Clive was. Oh, Clive and Andrew had similar color tones, actually, if I remember right. I think one was, like, yellow and one was orange. So I could get them confused. I think I it was Andrew. Okay. For me. I'm just trying to... It's either Andrew or Clive. I'm trying to remember what either one of those... I remember Clive being the one who, when he's when you're alone in his bunk, he's, like, he's like getting drunk, tuck, sending notes back to his friends, yeah, and like, playing no. the guitar. No, then it's the other one. And... <laughs> I think Andrew, there's a video of him coming to somebody's bunk to like play some video game to compete for a high score. That was the guy because I remember there was one section when they were blowing off steam to play video games, and it was, it was, it might have been Sarah and him. Yes, if not Sarah and also Green, botanist guy was. They might have been playing also. Well, that scene was my scene. That's why I was like, oh, this is. It's good to know that there's a future yeah. for video games on a space station. Like, I'm they're sure going to stick it around. Like, but, like, to jump on that point, like, I thought all the characters were good. Mm-hmm. But, as you know, especially since we're in this situation where we're recording this now, usually a little bit later than from the game that we usually do, 
none of them really stuck around in my head. Like, I thought they were all really good, mm-hmm. but none of them really broke through as great. Uh, great like, characters? I haven't played The Last of Us probably now in, I don't know, three years. But there's nothing I'm going to forget about Joel and Ellie. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, D- even David like, was the most jarring part of that game, still, for me. Yeah. And, like, even when thinking about Gone Home with Sam, like... There's so many things like I'm not like I remember specifically in the basement and her talking about when she saw like I forget the girl's name that she's into, but a spoilers for Gone Home. It's about a relationship with a girl Um, that that when she saw her at the rock band, the first things and, and like finding out about the dad's, you know, stories with, you know, his obsession about going back in time like that all stuck with me, even though I've played those games way longer than mm. this so i thought mm. they were all good but yeah. none of them were great well that's like that, timeless that kind of goes back to the way i i took it as i wasn't looking for one character to stand out i viewed the crew as a character because the mm. whole the way the game resolved itself is about them coming together mm. and taking the safe way out and finally getting off the station but mm. it was a result of them coming together as one big crew and then like their stories like even though they had their branching paths, they still needed to be one unified thing. Mm-hmm. And that's, I took that away from it. So maybe I wasn't looking for a standout role, but I, I did think that of all the relationships on the, on, on the station, the most important one was between, was Sarah and Odin, the AI. Mm. Yeah. She's like constantly asking the AI questions and like having it open up about itself and like how it was like early in the g- game, Odin reveals to her, that the AI are re- forbidden from talking to other AI. Like mm. there's like a law about it currently. Yeah, you know. And and that I think plays into like the two besides the characters, like the two big kind of storylines are going on. That there is this big uh, corporation versus a union kind of conflict that plays mm. itself out. Um, the 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 it, it's the station. Venturus is the one that pays. Is that owns that station? Right, but like it, I was thinking about, was it obsolescence day or something? Oh, whatever that I holiday was. Yeah, that it was kind of like a union holiday about, uh, kind of for workers' rights and things like that. Mm. So those relationships kind of get played back and forth, mm. which plays kind of into a bigger, you know, the bigger plot point of, you know, what happened on the station. You arrive there trying to, you're there yeah. to retrieve the AI. And actually, this is one point, as I was kind of looking, like just kind of refresh myself. When I first played it, I thought it was a kind of a big question. Well, what did happen to the crew? Mm-hmm. Where are they? Are, are, am I going to find them yeah. all dead? Are they going to be survived? But I actually didn't realize that when I was just watching a walkthrough of someone play it again, that when you're arriving on the station, it says crew status evacuated. And oh. I, I missed that detail, which I was, I'm glad I did because it, it made a little bit more drama. But I, I was thinking, like, yeah. if you knew that, like, they're all okay at the end, that takes a lot of the, I the interest. Ne- I did not know that it says evacuate. Um, yeah, it's very subtle, but when you're docking, it's like, it's literally the first couple seconds of the game, which is this mm. crew evacuated. And if you know that going in, it's like, well, the stakes aren't that high at this point. Interesting. Yeah, but you don't uh, know I if they evacuated I... in a way that brought them to safety. Yeah, right? or like, if they were all intact. Or they, like... You know, they went out the airlock. They evacuated. <laughs> you know, how are they jettisoned at that point? <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, like that was a big thing. I was thinking of is like because mm-hmm. as we kind of get to what the the main crux of the plot was, that 
you know, something happened to the ship. It is damaged. They're running low on oxygen. They need yeah. to survive. Yeah. But then you find out through a series of kind of working with Odin and breaking through passcodes that uh, that the corporation knew what was happening and they purposely kind of were hoping this crew would just kind of die. Yeah. And it was blocking off uh, it, they did this, to be rescued. The whole thing was done on purpose and they had even prepared a statement about the tragedy of their deaths before it happened specifically because they wanted to get laws passed to um, eventually just save money. Because if they just had AI workers alone on the space station, it would be a lot cheaper for them. Mm. Right. Than and I think that, that kind of serves like the big, right. yeah, like that big twist. So like, Dan, I'll kick it back to you. Like, that's really the, like I guess that's kind of the the, the climax of the game. Mm-hmm. Like when that happened, what that were you thinking? Uh, there were two twists. If you're if you're think, if you think about it, but like when that the happened, end, end twist, the end end twist. But yeah, yeah which we fair. can get to after the first one. Mm-hmm. But the first one kind of blew me away. I, I was a little less than surprised that the you know company was evil. Mm-hmm. Because of the way it all started to sound, even Odin was saying like, "We can't do this just with AIs. Like, we need the human presence on these ships." And, and I remember that conversation happening, and I remember thinking that's going to bring up some points later. I think, mm-hmm. at least, I think I remember that conversation. I remember something See, about like, Odin early, very, very early in the game when Odin says that they're not allowed to talk to other AI, and like things are in place that prevent that from happening. Um, I actually originally had thought that Odin was going to be responsible for the accident in order to get another AI on board to talk to. Like, that was yeah. my original plot point. And I thought that, that would have been more in. interesting, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, it would have been very dramatic to have that conflict happen, too, between two AI and you're just this yeah. human person in between. How dare you? Right? Like, I was... I by reputation and usually very very ignorant of twists coming mm. like i even though they're blatant i usually but this was even one i thought it's like okay like i kind of this felt like the most natural mm. beat to the story with mm. all the <clears throat> you know that you do find a flyer earlier on it's the ai liberation front yeah. uh, i think that natalie has which plays a yeah. role in the ending but there is a very clear kind of conflict between the corporation that is hiring them and how the relationship of the workers so it just kind of felt not that i i totally totally saw it coming but i was not definitely not especially again when you compare it to gone home like didn't feel the same kind of whoa moment with that twist see but the very end twist gave me a huge whoa moment when mm. you're playing as somebody named Alex, right? Uh, uh, Ashley. Amy? I think her name's Amy. Amy. It is Amy. Um, a Buford. When you finally <laughs> head back to your ship with Odin on Intel. a disc. Yeah. 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 It, it comes out that she's happy she got to you first because since, since uh, what are they called? Because she's really part of the liberation and they're going right. to br- right. grant that AI exile. Right. That so, I did not see coming. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, and also because you think space station, you think AI, you're like, this isn't going to end well for anybody. I'm going to find all of them dead, zapped by the AI, and I'm next. But it was basically a totally happy ending, or at least a very, you know, no see, sad that's, point. that's something that's more happens in Gone Home. You need to play it, Dan. Is Gone like, Home a the huge first happy ha- ending? The or? first half of Gone Home 
is me like looking behind me because I think something's gonna get me. See, that's why I think I think Gone Home is not as effective as it used to be anymore because now it's been talked about so much. Like, yeah, but now I know that. Yeah, like if I didn't, there's a lot of yeah. Like one of the beauty beautiful things about that is like you don't really know what kind of game this is, and it plays with that idea. So I don't Mm -hmm. think it would be as, but it's still a great game and you can beat it in like one sitting. Um. So yeah, I guess to start kind of bringing it all together, like I, hey, I forgot who was, this was Dave's pick, right? Yes, huh? it was my I think pick. So. And, and like I was happy when this, like I, I think I even brought it up with like as possible games, and I was I was happy I got to play it, but I definitely felt I couldn't ever describe this game as more than kind of solid. Like it's like it's good, just not so, like great. I have to rebuttal your opinion real quick. Go for it. Do you think Gone Home? would have left its impact if it was the fifth or sixth first-person story exploration game you played? No, definitely not. Because I think... I mean, like, I've played a lot of... It's not like I haven't played games like that before. Mm. I think... I mean, I think Gone Home did a really... I think Gone Home is one of the best games in terms of, like, inferring a storyline. It's still really up there in in Mm -hmm. its kind of gravitas. But the magic of that game is really in... It came out of nowhere and how effective that story and especially i think in a time in this country you know where i don't want to get to spoilers but like one of the big kind of issues in that country you know in that game was still something it was a little bit more i don't know not as generally accepted as it is now mm-hmm. whereas with this like and i i think the messaging in this game is definitely feels very relevant uh yeah you know, i mean like how this- many times i mean Night in the Woods kind of tackled some of that issue too with with taking away human jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's an important thing. Like corporations just trying to keep people down and continue with their greed. You know, yeah, and I think and the government definitely... supporting it. Like that's kind of what what's happened? going on in Tacoma <laughs> with our tax bill. Yeah, um, you know, and I, I think those pieces are there. Um, I think I liked how, you know, knowing that it's got these six different characters and they're all kind of very diverse and different. I liked how it really broke it up into chunks where you're in these different sections Mm -hmm. and you really can focus on this one section before moving on to the other stuff. Um, I thought the AI stuff was interesting, how Odin helps out, but Mm -hmm. he knows he's certain parameters and you can see how he's kind of jumping around. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like I just felt, especially now that some time has passed between this game, like it's not that I forgot it. It's just, it did not leave an impact like you bring up Night of the Woods, like Night of the Woods did. Yeah. Like, Night in the Woods, not like these games are similar, but in terms of getting to something that feels very real and, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a tricky thing about words. Like, like we're as, as people, we have all these emotions and feelings, and then we have to find the right words in the right order to kind of express what that is. And I think, like, just with Night in the Woods, like, the hole in the center and everything... Like, that one phrase in itself, I think, made me feel and think more about existence than mm. anything I came across in Tacoma. Like, I don't think Tacoma was bad. I just think it's, it, you know, when we did the, the end of, you know, the end of the year, like, indie games, it didn't make the top whatever for the video game awards. I thought that was, I didn't think it deserved to be there. Okay. See, so here's the thing. I think it, I think it's a good game. I think that Gone Home had a lot of extra fluff and Easter eggs for you to learn more. Mm. And I feel like most of Tacoma, at least from what I've noticed, is told through those recordings. And mm-hmm. 
there's less to like find that like lets you piece something together. I think there I could hope have, so. There could have been like I just think there could have been more for you to discover that would have given you like I didn't a lot of the times I didn't get a lot of value out of picking up like the 13th can of whatever and turning it around. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I, if I'm, I'm glad you said that cuz that was one thing I was I was keep thinking I was like I wonder if there's just something I'm totally missing. Mm-hmm. That I'm there is this really great storyline that's kind of hidden here. Yeah. But I always felt again, I kind of felt just like this adds to my understanding of these people, but it doesn't create a storyline like there were in, wasn't gone home about the relationships between certain characters that's kind of left unsaid because all the characters are there. Mm-hmm. It's not really about people who have been on their station pri- like previously and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what about you, Dan? You're kind of yeah, so final feelings. Off the bat, the my favorite part of Tacoma was the storytelling because you control the pace. Mm-hmm. Literally mm-hmm. backwards, forwards, you can skip over tracks, whatever you want. So that I liked because this was at a time where we had just finished uh, Edith Finch, if I'm mm. remembering correctly. And I liked that game and all, but that is a tried and true big walking simulator story story game. And you have to go through the motions of that game. But in, in Tacoma, you can step through it at your own speed. And I kind of like mm. that. I mean, ultimately, you're still And you still can rewatch things and stuff. Yeah. If you missed any statements, you don't have to... Like, it was totally possible in Edith Finch to turn the wrong direction when there might have been text on the screen. Because mm. of the way that... Yeah, not that it happened often, but you could have missed stuff if you if you mm. weren't paying attention. Mm. So, it, it was... I like that about this one. That set this one apart to me. And mm. the twist at the end made me like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I think that if they try, if if the storytelling hinted more about the AI liberation front and that conflict going on earlier in the game, I think we would have been able to figure out the story too soon. So mm. I think, yeah. So I, I like the way the pacing worked out. I, I could see, I forgot all their names. So I'm with, <laughs> I'm with you there. I, I remember their colors, but I forgot their names. But I, I think that just plays into my theory that the crew is one character. Just... Like, you get to see a little bit, so you view them all as real people. And then at the end, you don't want them to die when they come mm. together. But everybody has a different understanding of a story is the ultimate takeaway. Different interpretations. Definitely. So, Tacoma. Pretty good. Right. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's just like, no gone home. It's, it's like home. peanut butter and jelly, but not like peanut butter and banana. Whoa. When you guys there are making is. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which of peanut the butter. two are you more liberal with? Peanut butter. Dave's vote is definitely not jelly. I'm glad you guys are sitting down. You ready? I've never eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's not possible. All right, your cousin's Next man. time you come over, I'm, I'll make I you a peanut butter. I don't like jelly, and I don't really like peanut butter. What the hell? <laughs> Can I I'm make sorry. you an almond butter and banana sandwich? Delicious. That, that sounds delicious. I will totally eat that. Or Have you had almond any? butter or, or banana. Or peanut or almond butter and hazel and uh Nutella, like hazelnut spread. That would also Dude. be great. It's just the jelly. I don't really mm. like jelly. Okay. What about you can cut up strawberries or something? I'm not I'm not against these ideas. It's just, it's yeah. just I have the no texture of jelly. jelly. It's too it's viscous texture, yes. for Marcus. It's, that's exact it's viscous. That's the problem for me. But you know it's not viscous. What's Marmalade. The, the trivial tastemaker. <laughs> but this isn't just any trivial tastemaker. Oh, this is Sorry. a special one. This is going to be is. the... First ever 
What do we call? I forgot what we call it. We have to decide. The Redux Raccoon. You don't want to call the listener. You you stepped onto this podcast. You're like, oh, I know. They do the trivial taste maker, and then they do trivia, and then they give out silver monkey points, and then when someone gets a silver monkey, nay, that's not what's happening tonight. Here's how this is happening. Or so. Ten, because we kept the point from the original Tacoma thing, Dave has officially won a silver monkey. So Yay! Silly. And I tied up the overall scoring. Yeah. Yes. Damn. So now you and Dan are tied with three <clears throat> silver monkeys. Which makes piece. season 35 or whatever we're up to way Eight? Eight. Eight. Like nine. Eight. No, eight? not nine. Eight. I don't know what else. Mm. Look at the but... Google Drive once. It's eight. <laughs> <laughs> so what we decided for tonight like episode 25 which came out the very special latinum pterodactyl mm. which i won uh, just in case i <laughs> love the latinum pterodactyl latinum pterodactyl this one's gonna be a special one we're only gonna give these out ones in places where we record an episode mm. and then we lose it and we have to re-record it so hopefully this, this is... will be the only one that ever hopefully happens. this is yeah. the only time this ever happens this may be the first last <laughs> So, wait, what is it again? Raccoon, raccoon, Redux, Redux raccoon. raccoon. And also, I would like to give this opportunity for a little bit of redemption. Ooh. Specifically for Mark. Because redemption. I'm bringing back the the same game that I did for you guys when we first recorded Tacoma that the listener never got to hear. In which Dan crushed you like 12 to 1. What was it? It was this game I made up called Who Am I? Where I gave five hints. Oh right, oh, Dan about a character. <laughs> oh, and then we you had to it. guess who the character was. And if you got it after one hint, you got five points. Yes. Four hints Man. after two hints, four points until. Okay. You, How convenient ready? is it that Mark's cousin managed to lose the one episode where I well, actually never mind. I crushed well, you a few we're times. about to find out now. Yeah, you, you actually beat me quite a bit. So <laughs> for this okay. Redux Raccoon, it's a game about redemption. Okay, so now, just to recap, you're thinking of a character of a video game. I'm think I'm. I will give you hints. They're all video game characters. Okay, I will. It's already I, will a hint. I will provide a hint, and then you will. You have the opportunity to buzz in. Okay, if mm. you so choose to buzz in and provide a guess, that is your guess. You don't That's get it. another one. You are done right there. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. That's okay. High stakes. Yes. So you should really, when you know, buzz in. Of course, though, every time that you wait wait for another hint, your total point score is lessened. Okay. I am prepared. Mm-hmm. I, nice. My buzz sound will be uh, <sighs> Odin. Oh. <laughs> what is he, a Pokemon? He's no, a, he's, he's like an AI, AI hiccups. Odin. Oh, all right, I'm going to yellow. That's fine. <laughs> Okay. All right. We're ready, Dave. All right. I've been in a ton of games. All right. <laughs> Wait, is that a hit? It is. <laughs> I'm not much of a collector. Ton of games, not a collector. Hmm. My jump requires getting used to. Hmm. Wait, let's pause for a collect- yeah, I've already given collector. three hints. So not now we can only get two points. Not a ton of games. Not a collector. What was the other one? My, my jump requires getting used to. My jump requires getting used to. Okay. All right. I'm, you guys are passing, right? I got nothing. All right. 
I bought a mansion. Wait. Collector. I, I think like I, I, I don't know if I feel confident. I don't like, like it. Keep going. Is the next one All super right. obvious? This is the last one. Red is more my brother's color. Odin. It is. I was. Damn, I should. It is Luigi. That's correct. I was in the mansion. I'm like, Luigi's mansion? He's not a collector? I yeah, said he's not a collector because if you Mario in the games that do not feature Luigi is the one who collects all the stars or the moons and, okay. you know, the star shines. Interesting. Luigi's not in those games where, mm. where the main, main cause, the main purpose is to collect something. I hate to tell you the purpose of Luigi's Mansion, too. It's to get ghosts, but that's not really collecting. <laughs> no, you get pieces of the moon. Uh-oh. In, what is it? And then Dark Side of the Dark Moon? Dark Side of the Moon, Luigi's Mansion. Dark <laughs> in the, in yeah. the moon. But he's not much know. of one. One it game does not be, be set. Uh, I, think you're doing a, I think you're doing a great job, yeah. Dave. Don't let yeah. Dave take you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing fantastic. Right. One point. Rigged. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Not rigged. Come I on. Co- what? Who said no. that? Who's played more Mario games, you or me? Definitely me. Yeah, mm-hmm. so bite Definitely. your tongue. I thought the jump would have been clear. He's all yeah, crazy. It's so hard to get used to. A lot of to. people jump. It's like Yoshi. <laughs> all right. Anyway, here we go. That's your gimme, Mark. Okay. I want this raccoon. <laughs> At some point in my game, players thought I was overpowered. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people. I carry a pistol. The uh, Yellow. Yes. Is McCree? No. <gasps> oh no, baby! You're in the right avenue, though. I think some so call me wait. a guardian angel. <laughs> oh, I'm so pissed. Odin? <laughs> yes. That's who else I was thinking. It is Mercy. That's right. Yes. Mark was overpowered. Mark for two. McCree was overpowered. That's, to be that's fair, that's a three point question. Uh, I McCree, used four. No, three. I think yes. it's two. Three. I don't think three. he was oh, ever overpowered. Well, what was it? Was the fan the hammer? McCree's never two... gotten a huge nerf, I don't think. No, it was McCree only in the very, very beginning. The very first one. He got nerfed. Because I was also going to... Because my next two were going to be I'm Swiss and one half of pharmacy. <laughs> one half of pharmacy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Daniel, Daniel, so that's, that's four one. points for Mark, zero Mark. for Dan. Ooh, you need to... baby. You need to step on some... Some, gu- some gunks. Okay. To go cozy okay. marshmallows. All right, for the next per- for the next person, who am I? My mom's the real boss. All right, could be could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fluent in many languages. Mom is the real boss. Fluent in many languages. Okay, I'm gonna keep going then. Right, keep going. Yeah. I am well acquainted with snakes. Snake. A snake. A snake. Yellow. Yes? He Hold doesn't on. feel confident in this. No, I do. Snake's mom. What was the other one? I said, my mom's the real boss. I am fluent in many languages. I am well acquainted with snakes. His mom is the real boss. I'm going to say... Solid snake. That's incorrect. Way off. Solid snake. Mom? I have I have gone by yeah. many code names. Oh no. I was What's not the that code far name? off. 
Go on. <laughs> so last one. annoyed right now. A ninja cut off my hand. Yeah, I knew it. A ninja cut off my hand. Yeah, Mark, can I guess? I can't guess again. Wait, you don't know this? A ninja cut off my hand. We cannot be friends. Wait, if you it's, don't Me- get this. it's Metal Gear. I'm not gonna my, tell you anything. I'm just mom, saying if you don't you know it right now. My mom is the real boss. Because snakes. Mark, Dave, you have to calm him down or something. <laughs> I think I think you're done, Mark. If you haven't figured it out already, uh, rebuttal. Cut off the hand? Can I just say Dan, it? Dan, tell him who it is. It's Revolver Ocelot. Oh, right. The hand. His mom is, is Big Who's Boss. His mom? His, his mom, mom is, is the, the original boss. boss. The boss. Oh, she's the I boss. Was, also known as the Joy. Right. Oh. I was confusing Eva for a boss. I don't think she ever had the title boss. Well, I let you down there, Dan. No, she Sorry. in 4, I think she goes by Big Mama. Yeah, she does. Big mo- what she a great does. game. She rolls in on a rotorcy- motorcycle and just wrecks house. Snake eater. I would love to play through two again. That would maybe be a good let's I play. tried. Isn't it rough? Not as it's rough. Just I, was it's hard. So I thought about replacing the fluent in many languages thing with like double and triple agent stuff, but I thought it would be too obvious. No, he's... I can he's twirly way twirl. cool. He's a great character in five. I like him very much. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway. Right. No more? points awarded. Okay, next next one. I have three more people, so you still have time to get back there. Is that a hint? No. No. That is oh. not a hint. <laughs> it's absolutely not a hint. Right. Who am I? I have I have gotten kidnapped a couple of times in the past. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm trusting this one. I'm never directly controlled in my game. Not like the other characters. Kidnapped not directly. Ooh! Ooh! Uh Odin? Is that what that is, Mark? No, he's not sure if he wants to call in yet. He's not committing no, because he's not I'm, sure. I'm ahead. I could be full of hubris, but I'm going to wait. Why don't you, sir? Go on. <laughs> I am capable of telepathy. It's a good thing I didn't buzz in. Capable of telepathy? Wait. What was the middle one again? You don't control me? I said I'm, I'm never directly controlled in my game. Not like the other characters. Other characters. Plural. Telepathy. What was the first one? Uh, I have gotten kidnapped a couple of times in the past. I'm, can I, I? I'm just gonna make this game interesting. I'm gonna guess. All Odin. Right. Is this Zelda? No. She's not telepathic. Should she, she speak to him? Yeah, but head? that's not telepathy. That's the Triforce. Oh, excuse me. I didn't. Maybe if you played a Nintendo my, game <laughs> once. My parents own a preschool. This is not Zelda. No, you are so far <laughs> off from Zelda. Own a preschool. Although I'm not anywhere near. I want to ask Dave a 20 questions question, but that's not the same game. Yeah. Parents own a preschool. I'm going to go with the last hint, right? Yeah, do it, do it. I'm the main offensive magic user in my game. Oh. But you're not controlled? Not like the others. She's been kidnapped a few times as a lady. And... Offensive magic user you don't control. Oh, man. All right. You own a preschool? Yeah. What the heck? This is hard. I'm going to say... Yes, I'm just gonna. I don't remember her name. If you describe her well, I will. I'll give it to you. The little girl in Final Fantasy VII. It's not that one. Okay. Okay, then I'm done. 
It's, it was Paula from Earthbound. <gasps> oh, Paula. I'm so ashamed because of myself. if you get far enough in the game, Dan, Dan. you walk around as Ness, you walk around, walk as, around Jeff, as Jeff, and you, and you walk, walk around, around as, Pooh, as Pooh, but, but you, you never walk around as Paula. He's absolutely I got right. far enough to walk around as Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know what? Rough Dave? part of the game, by the way. I'm ashamed. I'm a little. I'm a little surprised you didn't get Mark, it. Mark, <laughs> he gave you a gimme. <laughs> so gimme gave you. All right. The move score on, is still on. four nothing with two more people to go through. Oh, all I have to so, do, Mark, is wreck you twice <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> okay. Tall order there, Dan. Right. Yes. I'm gifted with clairvoyance. Who am I? <laughs> Dave loves this version of this game. Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? So that I'm right. Uh, despite wearing a crown, I am not my own ruler. Hmm. How odd. Clairvoyance wears a crown. No. I'm looking at my amiibos and I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I require the assistance of a robot to do my bidding. Robot. (laughs) A robot. Uses the crown. Uh huh. I'm going blank here. Alright. Yeah, big time. I'm kind of a. Oh. Go ahead, Bad Dan, word. if you'd like. Yellow? Yes. What was her name? I know her name. I'll take the oh, person wears a crown? They're clairvoyant. Yeah. And they use a robot. A robot. I'm, oh, no. I'm if I've given you three hints to think of somebody else who's not the character that I'm thinking of, I'm I'm gonna be surprised. <laughs> no, I'm just it's a robot. Okay, I was gonna take it back? Okay. I take back my excitement. I'm now <clears throat> depressed. Okay. I'm kind of a double agent. Okay. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, Crown. Just being used by somebody. Yeah. And I think I might have been right. I still don't know what you're talking I mean, about. You can still go for it. <laughs> I'm gonna about to give the fifth hint. Are you going to stop me? No. Well, that'll be one point. If we get yeah, if, if I, yeah, if I say this fifth hint, it'll be down to one. Okay, point. so I still have to win. But okay, go ahead. Okay. How do I control my robot minion with an amplified voice? Oh, Dave who am I? Know this? I have no idea what he's talking about. Amplified voice, clairvoyant. They mm-hmm. talk really loudly. Yeah. What what allows you to speak loudly? A megaphone. A megaphone, exactly. Wait, wait don't Odin? give him extra Odin? hints. Odin. Crown yeah. on my own. Is it Cat Sith? It is Cat Sith. <laughs> I said a Final Fantasy VII You're character. A robot minion. Yeah, yeah, the the giant Mog that Cat uh, Sith stands on is a robot. Yes. I thought he was a marshmallow. And they're both wearing crowns. Mm. That's how he controls it, and it's, well, and Cassith isn't even doing all his own thinking. Right, it's that I actually remember. controlled by Reeves in the yes. Shinra Corporation. That I recall. It's okay. Ketchi, by the way. Whatever, Just big saying. mog guy. Shut up. <laughs> so Dan needs to get it after one. The first I don't know hint. if I should. Re- I'm gonna give you like a half a point for that, because right. I had to like that's, really bang you over the head for that. That's fair. I'll take yeah. it. It's four and a half. So Dan needs to get it after yeah, one. Yeah, if he gets if he gets it 
right away. He, he if it's not he Kirby, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm gonna. Steal. You guys I'm remember just, that? It's a Kirby. Like Kirby. yes. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna even let. Well, no. If I know it, I'm gonna take it. All right. Mm-hmm. I once served in the Navy. <laughs> in the Navy, <laughs> you could join the Seven Seas. Who am I? <laughs> I, uh, I've run through my fair share of jungles. Wait, are you you're going on? I went. I kept going because I don't think Dan got it already. Uh, then I'm done. Fair but... share of jungles. Jungles. Did you want to hazard a guess after the Navy thing? No, especially <laughs> now. To... I could be your father figure. Who am I? I could be your father figure. Jungles. Jungles. Yeah, like. I've survived uh, a dead to rights shooting. Dead to rights shooting. I think we're just getting tired. <laughs> no, I think he's got a good character. I can I'm, a, I'm a treasure hunter. Oh. Treasure hunter. Yellow. Father figure. Yes. Handsome Jack. No. Jungles. Odin. Yes. Is it Drake? It, no, it's Sully. <laughs> Oh, Sully. He could be your father figure. <laughs> yeah. <All> right. <laughs> That's fair. Well, Sully's take, the best. <laughs> I'm going to take my redemption raccoon. So you guys get all the silver monkeys. <laughs> I, I'm collecting all the different types. Take your things. garbage reward. Your literal garbage reward. <laughs> that was good, though. That yeah, was tough. good. Those were hard. Mark, kind of I nice. cannot believe you had no idea that that was a revolver onslaught after the hand thing. I'm my a hand! Fish. He like breaks character and he goes, ow, my hand. <laughs> ow, my hand. <laughs> my uh, oh, no. Well, that was well, a wonderful redo. I, was, I thought about having something about being the master of ricochets, but I thought it'd be too obvious. Or that mentioning this single army, action, no. single action army. That would have been great. Army, the greatest handgun ever made. Or if you just say he was the greatest handgun ever made. Well, <laughs> he had really adept hands, and you, listener, you probably yeah. have really great hands. If you want to <laughs> use those hands, you can connect with us with your keyboard in many different ways. Mm. You can go to our Facebook page and tell us, hey, check out my sweet typing skills with Z's on our Facebook page, and we can tell you about how impressed we are, just like we were with Revolver Ocelot. You can find us on the YouTube. If you go to type in Dinosaur Machines on YouTube, you can watch all our, our videos and look at how goofy we are. Or you can tweet with us and all the Twitters and stuff, and it's not Donald Trump related. Sometimes. Oh my God! No, <laughs> I went whole, the whole day, and now here you are. Sorry, I had to bring him back. Sorry. Well, we could tweet us about things that are not Donald Trump related, or maybe that are Donald Trump related at, at Dino underscore Machines, or me individually. I was like a good, terrible Donald Trump story. Uh, at at Magro Craig. Mark loves gifts. Send them to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I am at Dan O'Mac. And I would like to remind you that our Facebook page is facebook.com slash dinosaur machines. Oh, thank you, Dan. You're welcome, listener. That wasn't wasn't for you, Mark. Oh, not for for me. Screw you, Mark. (laughs) Screw me. Screw screw you, Ricochet Rabbit. Have a great evening, and we love you. God bless. Mm -hmm.